Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, oh yeah. His 40s are 40s, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to season two of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, today we're going to count down more hits from the Billboard Hot 100 list. So uh, without further ado, let's crack these open. Josh, what do we got here today? Today we have um, uh, imported from Mexico... Uh, cerveza. It's called Carta Blanca. Ooh. I can't, that was, I butchered that. I can't remember. <laughs> I was trying too hard. Damn it. You know, it's good though. It looks great. And, um, we, we haven't had this before, so. Looks great. Totally hyped. Um, says it's 4.5%. That's definitely doable. It's a sexy bottle. It is a sexy bottle. It's got that red and gold with, like, the, the cursive writing in the background. Yeah, man. Very fancy. Reminds me of, uh. Some late night parchment scrawling to a loved one <laughs> in 18th century Vienna. Um, Their, and, the ink blondes were smeared with tears. <laughs> yeah. Smeared with tears by a <laughs> spited lover. Isn't that always how it was back yeah. in the day? Um, anyway, cool. Well, it looks like these are not twist off, so Josh, I'm going to have to have you pop me there. <laughs> Sorry, did I, that came out wrong. Um, oh, you you knew what you were doing. <laughs> so. My bad. Just trying to give the people what they want. I'm just, you know what? <laughs> the people have spoken, Josh, and um, clearly they just want us to be 200% more romantic, <laughs> which I don't know how that's possible. I thought we were pushing the boundaries already, but uh, apparently not. So. Ooh, that smells good. Yeah, you're... Mm. Sweet, man. Shit. All right, well, uh, let's... Cheers to a new season. Cheers to a new season. Oh, that's really good. Oh, man, yeah. I'm enjoying that. First time. Fuck that was yeah, nice. Dude. So let's get on to these songs here. Um, so what we're going to do for this season, um, last season it got kind of monotonous as we got down to the end of the list. We were rattling off all these songs that we'd already done. Right. So what I thought we would do for this season just to save time is that we would just list the first five uh, of each week, see if they... You know, see how things shook up. And then we would basically just jump to each song that was new in the list. Yeah. So, and for for those listening at home, we did get to number 40 last season. We ended up pretty much perfectly that way. Um, but this season, what we're going to do is we're, because we're doing it in this format and we don't want to miss anything, we're going to start with the top five and then we're going to basically just scroll through up until where we were last. So, in this case... Uh, there are a couple of songs that are new on the list because it's been a couple weeks since mm-hmm. we did the last countdown. So we're going to do those first, and then <clears throat> if anything new is added, we'll hit that as it comes. But otherwise, we're just going to keep running down the list. Um, so with that, let's uh, let's see what we got here. So coming in at number one uh, is actually Rockstar by Post Malone. It, uh, it jumped up in the list. Um, number two is Havana. Um, number three is Bodak Yellow, so it actually dropped two positions. Okay. Um, number four is 1-800 by Logic. Number five is Thunder by Josh's favorite band, Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the top five. So we've got Rockstar at one, Havana at two, Bodak Yellow at three, 1-800 at four, and Thunder at five. Uh, so the next song, the next new song, is uh, called Motorsport, which... Oh I'm, I'm I'm so ready for this. I think I'm ready. It's uh it's Migos featuring Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. 
So who knows what this is going to sound like. Um, I'm excited now. I know. I'm, I'm getting excited too, Cardi man. B and Nicki Minaj. I know. Two strong female rappers. Not sure of my confidence in Migos, but, you know, crazy things have happened. So. Oh, man, I'm ready. My body's ready. Motorsport. Yeah. Put that thing in sports. Shout it bad. Pop a like a court. You a dork. Never been a sport. Pull up. Jumping out the court. Cotton candy. My cup tastes like the fair. Straight up there. We didn't take the stairs. Face my fears. Gave my mama tears. Mama. Shifting gears. Shift on the nucky series. Okay, so first off, first off, I take I take great offense that Migos is calling me a dork. Alright? Just just you just popping out the gate with that. Come on, you don't know me. You don't know if I played chess <laughs> with my mom or secretly won those spelling bees or did all that nerdy shit. You don't know me, man. Right. Who are you to call me a dork? <laughs> Two things. Okay. <laughs> Mentioning board games with your mom. <laughs> um, so this is sort of related. I found, okay. I, it's, okay. I think it's a funny story from my uh, teenage years. Okay. When I was like 16, um, me and a couple friends went to our, our other friend, Gabe, went to his place. Okay. And he was like really into Scrabble at that time for some reason. Dude, Scrabble's awesome. I'm into it now. So, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... So we went to his house after school, uh, or apartment after school, and it was an early day. We got let out early, so we're in his bedroom playing Scrabble, and yeah. then his dad, like, walks in, and he's like, aren't you supposed to be in a school? Like, are you guys ditching? <laughs> and then Gabe looks up, and he's like, yeah, Dad, we ditched school to play Scrabble in my bedroom. <laughs> and, then he, and then he laughed. His dad laughed, and he was like, no, it was an early day. And then his, his dad walked out, and then Gabe was very clever and witty, he, uh, his dad walks out and then Gabe purposely says loudly so his dad will hear he's like come on guys the competition's Tuesday <laughs> as if we're training for a Scrabble com- competition that's um, amazing okay I'll, anyway all that said have you ever been called a dork by someone that meant it in a flirty way in a flirty way yeah like oh you're such a dork uh, yeah, I think so. When I was in middle and high school, I wasn't very good at picking up on, like, flirty cues. Right. So, I feel like it happened, and at the time I was like, oh, why does that girl think I'm a dork? Doesn't she know that I'm really cool? And then my friends <laughs> are like, aren't you a dork, though? And I was like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I've totally, I mean, I've been called a dork in, in the flirtatious way, in the uh, plain and simple way, in the bullying way. Basically in every way that you could call somebody a dork. Although, actually, I would say that people usually call me, like, a nerd or, like, lame. Or, like, they would... I think that the word dork is, like, not of not a word that was in, like, my class age's vocabulary at the time. Right. And, like, if people call me a dork, it's like, what, is that, like... Like, did your, like, parents teach you that? Like, <laughs> it's like... Like, the word dork to me is kind of like an old term, Right. I just, I brought it up because, like, the majority of the times it's been used around me, like, for me or, like, to other people that I've heard, mm-hmm. 
it's almost always like an endearing and or flirty thing. Right. Although I think in this song, it's meant to be like degrading. Right. Which yeah. is silly as fuck to me. I'm just like trying to avoid talking about the song. So I'm like <laughs> going on all these tangents of like other things. Uh, uh, man, how's, how's, how's the weather outside? Yeah. It's cold and cl- cloudy. Oh, God. But Seth brings it back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. I'm just yeah. trying to be professional. Yeah. Well, let me. S- <laughs> Well, let me say this about the song. Um, It's just... Well, okay. First off, I almost don't really consider the production to be anything to to talk about here because it's pretty straightforward and just the fact that the... Again, it's something that we've heard before, except there's this weird, like, underwater quality to the auto-tuning on their voices this time around, which, like, did not really sell (laughs) the auto-tune at all to me. Right. And that's really all I have to say about the production. Honestly, there wasn't really much that stuck out to me that isn't being done already that we haven't already talked about. It's just your classic trap beat with your kind of... Just low root bass and yeah. some fiddling in a minor key. Exactly. And the whole point is to try to make you feel like... It's like hazy. Of, yeah, it's like you're kind of yeah. cool and dark while being under the influence of multiple downer drugs. Right, which like they name drop like Xanax, <clears throat> Percocet. They they name drop like lots of drugs in this song, which I'm kind of like, all right, shit. You're just like upfront about it. Which, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, to me, I, I actually would say that if you took out Migos and you just had Cardi B and Nicki Minaj doing a song by themselves... Their verses were very entertaining to me. Um, yeah, they were the highlights. For sure. I actually liked Cardi's the most. Yeah, I agree. But um, I think the women were the highlights. Like, the, the dudes singing and rapping were both, like, somewhat hard to understand lyrics, but also they were just, like, they just were boring to me. Yeah, they just weren't that engaging. Um, I had to look up... Ooh, nice word. Yeah. Uh, you get extra points for using blasé in a sentence. I would get more if I knew what it meant. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just had to, I just have to, I just have to talk about these lyrics really quick okay. because you know I think it's, I think it's determined that you know Cardi B and Nicki Minaj were probably the highlights. Migos right. was pretty well, average. Okay, I will say, yeah, yeah. I think all of them, including Migos, were like. They did use... It was more clever in terms of, like, play on words and, sure, ref- yeah. and references. Like, it wasn't mind-numbingly stupid like mm-hmm. certain other songs. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it credit for that. Sure. It was trying to be creative about it. Yeah. Although it was talking about similar themes, it was it was at least trying to use yeah. wordplay. So. A, a little bit more brain-teasing. Yeah. Oh, so I just think it's funny that in the ad-libs, they not only said mama, but they also brought in grandma... Ooh, okay. It's like a family affair, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> they got it. They got to shout out not only the mom but also the grandparent. I like the uh, disappear. Voila. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, man. Yeah. That made me laugh. Um, I thought the pun with with Bill Belichick was pretty hilarious. Deflate gate. Yeah, deflate gate. There was also the line about uh, this season's off white comes and snorted, which mm-hmm. like it's really dumb, but I thought it was, I like definitely had a chuckle at that. Chris Angel make the dope disappear. That was pretty funny. I don't know. I I agree. I think that Cardi B's like delivery felt very like it felt very like energized. 
Yeah. Like, she was really, she really, like, cared about being there, you yeah, know? Yeah, a good amount of confidence. It, it seemed, she actually seemed a little more sincere to me than, um, Nikki. For sure. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that line about, uh, he comes more when I see him less, I was like, damn, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling that. I can relate. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> like... Oh, I know. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> that's. I mean, I, mean that's I too can. Happens. I too can relate. It's just what Josh. happens. All right? it's, it's what happens. It's just science. Science. Yeah, it's science. It's just science, people. We're it's, educating you. Come on, man. It's just science. I mean, not really. You probably knew already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Nicki Minaj was good. I actually liked the second half of Nicki Minaj's verse a lot when she was kind of like talking to herself and having like that argument with herself. Because mm-hmm. um, she kind of does the whole um, kind of different characters that she has in her songs on occasion. Like Roman is the more like male persona and then Barbie's like the super girly female side. And she didn't pull out Barbie, but I think Roman was coming out a little bit with like the argumentative part, um, right. which I appreciate. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, she's got a really juicy part. So, <laughs> dude, bring, bring a straw. Be warned, whoever wants to. Listen, know. I mean, I'm all about her talking about her sexuality. That's great. I feel like she mentions that it's juicy like almost every song that she's been on recently, right? Well, you know, at least when she's not able to fit, she has fit to bricks into it. Oh, okay. This reminds me. I was okay. visiting another friend, Vahog. Okay. And on his refrigerator, his his girlfriend. For some reason, like for fun or whatever, Uh-oh. she was like she was like reading through um like old school like porn books. Okay. Like, just books that you read, obviously. What well, no pictures, it, no anything. It was just like trashy romance novels or No, it's like more hardcore. Okay. But, um, okay. So what she would do is she found hilarious is she wrote down every single um like adjective and metaphor for genitalia. Oh my god. Women and men part. <laughs> It was amazing. Oh, it was shit. like some of them were really creative. Yeah. You know? Do you remember I mean, any of them? I honestly I can't remember any of the really good ones. That's really funny though. But um so many different nouns and adjectives used for <laughs> describing and yeah. Good there, stuff. There was one or two times where I went to like a Rite Aid and I was like Quivering was one a good word. Well qu- <laughs> like well like <laughs> like quivering, shuddering. I feel like there's a couple of oh, terms there was that one, always come up. One that I actually really liked was, um, uh, they used the word pocket for a female's part. There's so, There's something, like, kind of warm and intimate and, like, snug. <laughs> and I was like, I would have never thought, it was, to me it wasn't even, like, sexually, like, gr- like, like uh, tantalizing. <laughs> it was just, like, an interesting way of, of, you know. But, like, a pocket is, like, something you, you store things in. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like pocket is depends on the pocket. It's like a nice warm sweater pocket. It's just cozy, man. I mean, (laughs) it's. I mean, I was about to be like, I feel like pouch would be a better term, but I. It's not. It's not at all. It's not at all. But I don't think pocket is a proper term. I forget the setup to pocket, but the setup made it even better. Maybe if the setup was worth it. I mean, I don't. I. I don't have one, but I feel like pocket is not a proper way to describe that body part. Um, Anyway, I think we're probably just killing time here. I think that's all we need to say about the song, right? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was aight, you know. I didn't have a huge problem with it. 
I thought I, it was nice to see Cardi B and Nicki Minaj be in a song together. I thought that was really cool. Right. Um, Cardi B is definitely like, I don't know. I I really do. Th- I really hope that Cardi B doesn't pull a Nicki Minaj and have really good guest verses and then really lame solo work. Yeah, that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape. Like, I really hope her solo work is just as strong as like her verse material because Money Moves was was pretty good. You know. I was feeling it. And if she brings more of, like, the, the like, aggression and, like, the fire to her other tracks, I feel like it's gonna really, it's gonna really be a good album, so. Right on. I'm hoping so. Uh, anyway, let's see. So, that was number 14. Uh, so, jumping down to number 17. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We actually have Unforgettable, which we already did, so, my bad. Um, so, jumping then to number 24... We have No Limit, feature, it's a G Easy featuring ASAP Rocky and Cardi B. Oh my God, second song. All right, Cardi. All right, Cardi B. Let's. It's, not, I'm, it's like oversaturated now. <laughs> okay. Oversaturation with Cardi now. Let's see if let's see if she can prove her worth a second time here. Let's see what we got. If I hit it one time, I'm a piper. If I hit it two times, then I like her. So, <laughs> there's a lot of things I want to say about the song. Um, first thing I want to say is that I didn't really hear when ASAP Rocky was actually in the song. It's it's credited with him being in it, but I don't. I didn't really recognize him being in the song unless if he was the one that was doing the hook. Maybe um, he was. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot the words actually, but he was. Um, he was after the first verse, and before Cardi B, he had a little thing he was spitting out. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because, uh, well, I was about to make a joke about how the only thing that they used him for was literally the same beat for Fucking Problems, which is a song that he came out with, like, maybe two or three years ago. And it, like, sounds basically exactly the same as this, as far as the beat goes. I haven't heard it. Um, well, you basically just heard it, so... Um... You know, you know, Josh, I gotta say, this song, to me, it actually, I, I, I don't know, man. First off, saying repeatedly it ain't safe in trying to get chicks doesn't really seem like a, uh, a conducive way to successfully woo. You know, he's the, uh, <laughs> he's a bad boy. I know, but like, just like. Dangerous, yo. <laughs> the dangerous, sexy. I, I guess? I mean, is that... I guess that's what he's going for. I don't know. Seems a little misguided. Well, you perhaps. know what, though? Okay, so I... I was not too focused on the lyrics, honestly. Okay. Because I actually liked the rhythmic aspects of the song. Sure, yeah, I liked too. the beat, and I liked the variety. Yeah. I liked the rhythmic aspect of the vocal. Yeah. And, like, they sounded... The tone of their voice was more, like, unique and um, mm-hmm. sincere than the other song to me. Sure, yeah. Um, it stood out. Like, my head started to bob. Okay. So, I was into those aspects. I actually felt Cardi was weaker than the guys on this one. Really? To me, Cardi just seemed out of place and, like, didn't... 
the tone and attitude of her voice didn't fit to me. Interesting. I thought she was the low light in this one, the highlight in the other one. Okay. And, like, the lyrics are, like, whatever to me. I'm not offended. It's just, like, whatever. Sure. But the rhythmically and, like, all that, I was, like, my head started bobbing a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You know, I I think it's funny. I think I would respectfully disagree with you on the Cardi B thing, but I think the reason why is because we were focused on completely different things when we were listening to the song. Because mm. you were focused on the production and the beat, and I was focused more on the lyrics, which was obviously a mistake. Oh, snap! Because <laughs> there weren't really much lyrics to speak of in this song that were worth mentioning. As far as lyrics went, I think that Cardi B did a lot more uh, with what she gave out, but I think that in the context of the rest of the song, maybe, like, the the cadence or the way that she was delivering the lines didn't really stand out as much. It was, I don't know, I'm getting tired, I'm kind of getting tired of, like, who these new hoes tell them to stay in their place. Like, I've heard Mm -hmm. her say that message, like, 500 times. Okay, I'm like, dude, (laughs) is there anything else on your mind? Right. Is there anything else you could maybe think of to say? Right. You're kind of like, we get it. You're you're like a new artist. You're you're killing the game. That's fine. But like, like, let's talk about something different. To me as well. Yeah, it's funny because I was going to say the reason why Cardi B's lyrics stood out is because I feel like it was a lot less about putting people down and more about bringing herself up. But now that you mention that, I kind of think back on it and I'm like, she is basically just doing the same thing that she was doing not only on Money Moves, but also on the last song that we just listened to. Right. Like, she kind of is doing the same game for all three songs. They're just trying to they're trying to milk it as much as they can. Yeah, totally. While it's hot. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? I mean, that's that's kind of what you gotta do. I mean, like, if you have a single that charted number one, like, you gotta you gotta milk that shit, you know? You gotta be as uh, on a feature on as many songs as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's... If you're strike while the iron's hot, you know that's that's what corporations are designed for. It's mm-hmm. not like if it was like quote unquote artistry or you know sincerity, and it's a whole. It's like this is most top forty music, as we have said many times. It's <laughs> this is all a corporate game. Yeah, this is, you know right. Like, I mean, this song certainly isn't about artistry. I don't think. It's just trying to be a banger, which is fine. I think, like you say, I think if you zone all the lyrics out and you just listen to the beat and the and the rhythm, I think that you it is possible to get something out of this song. I agree. Right. I mean, I like I liked it more than the other one for sure. I did too, absolutely. And I think again, like you say, it's because the beat was a lot more engaging. I think the right. last one it was just too underwater for me. It just felt too hazy, too like in that drugged up vein. Whereas this it was one. Just, it, it's it was so repetitive and done before. It's yeah, like, it's like okay, here we go, another yeah. downer drug emulated piece yeah. of crap. It's like I don't know what I, whatever. Man. Yeah, and I mean this one at least it it had a little bit more of an energetic beat to it. So in that sense, it was a little more interesting to listen to. It doesn't like it's not like I can get into downer stuff. It's just if it's if it could be a little more original or. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's all it is, you know, I mean, and I and actually it's funny, because I think that us doing this podcast and listening to so much Top 40, it really starts to thin out the herd as far as, like, what's actually pulling ahead and being different and interesting versus what's just kind of going with the flow. Right. And I think that this this particular week is really easy to tell what's going with the flow and what's not. Right. Because we've already heard so much material before. For example, that Migos song, very, very by the books. Everyone's done it before. Fucking Post Malone did it. 
Gucci Mane did it. Yo Gotti did it. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Oh, sweet Jesus. Migos has already done it. They're doing it again. Uh, whereas on this one, I think that ASAP Rocky, he has a couple other songs that are definitely very like energetic, and he has an ear for that kind of song production. So that that didn't surprise me that this song like had a little bit of that kind of feel just because he was involved with it. Yeah. Out of the ASAP ASAP Mob, which is a thing, it's like a collective basically, and like he's one of the one of the main members of it. I think that he's probably the most interesting out of them. So I think that I think that him being on the track really helped it. I think that if, if he wasn't on it, it wouldn't have been as interesting, in my opinion. Mm. I think that's basically all we need to say about, it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Pretty good. Cool, man. Okay, so that was number twenty-four, uh, twenty-six, right below it. New Rules by Dua Lipa. I think it's how you pronounce her name, Dua Lipa. Sounds right. Yeah. Does that look correct? Okay. Cool. This is totally uh, totally new to me. So yeah, um, I. Th- I don't... I think she's an R&B artist. Um, I actually don't know anything about her. I've heard her talked about a lot, but I haven't heard any of her music, so... Let's check it out. One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, don't let him in. You have to kick him out again. Three, don't be his friend. You know you're gonna wake up in his bed in the morning. And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. I got no rules, I count him. So, uh, what'd you think of that, Josh? Um, it's in the middle so far. It's okay. in the middle? Yeah, I... Okay. Like, I mean, I appreciate it was more layered and, like, we've got a melody-based vocal song mm. um, opposed to rap. Right. Just mixing it up. It reminded me of, like, late 2000s for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, totally. Except for, like, when it got to the chorus, like, the backbeat, snare, whatever instrument mm-hmm. on the backbeat. For some reason, like, the high sort of poppy slight reverb on it like for some reason it reminded me of like 90s so interesting I don't I mean maybe maybe it's just like certain songs that had a similar effect I associate but um it was honestly like I I I started to zone out like I didn't it didn't have a groove factor the way the second song did like I didn't bow my head okay and it was like a little too cut paste repetitive like so I started zoning out um I paid a lot of attention until it started repeating so it's like I had a very good oh, sense okay. of everything until that point yeah but um yeah I mean lyrically musically it was pretty repetitive and it didn't hit me emotionally like it just seemed like more you know standard cotton candy product so <laughs> well you know I actually uh I actually kind of I kind I agree with a lot of that but I actually think that this is my favorite so far. I thought that I actually thought that the percussive element in the song was really interesting. Yeah. How, how much it was almost like it's like that. It's like a what do you call it? Like a cajon almost. Like the snare, like the snare with like that that low hit at the same time. They used that a lot, especially like in the pre-chorus when she was like listing the steps, and then at the very end it like hits that like that sixteenth note like roll. I thought that was really cool, and I thought that when it went into the chorus, I thought that that actually was a really solid payoff to that buildup. I think that the lyrics were pretty much, you know, they weren't anything to write home about, but I liked the way 
that the theme itself, even though it was pretty generic, I like the way that the theme was presented in, like, the way... I don't know, like, it made a lot of sense, you know, like, the way that the the verses led into the pre-chorus, and the pre-chorus was, like, the set of rules, and then, like, the chorus was her kind of, like, agonizing about how she's, like, gonna fall victim to breaking multiple of those rules anyway. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was clever. I thought that the way that it was constructed was clever. Yeah, I do... I mean, these are, you know, these people are paid... Lots of money to write these songs, you know? Uh-oh, are we in... They've oh, got to be pretty good. Are we in Jaded Josh mode? No, I'm just, I'm just realistic, dude. Listen, man, I'm just being real about it. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm jaded, man. No, I mean, here's... It's so... Oh, my God. It's so, like... It's so obviously constructed by, like... Oh, no, totally. I'm mean, not... I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that it's constructed well. It's not constructed... I wouldn't even say that. I really? mean, well, Yeah, I would wouldn't say yeah it's not constructed well i mean it's i mean okay it it's constructed well enough to try to like pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes right i don't know man I, it's, just, it's just in my mind this is just like garbage it's, if, it's if i'm like sorting like garbage and not garbage this is instantly <laughs> garbage like nothing against her she has a decent voice but just like in terms of like songs right like you know you got to sort you sorting songs, this is instantly garbage. Well, bag. listen, I'm sorting, I'm trying to sort garbage in a sea of garbage right now, and to right. me, this is, like, higher up in the sea of garbage, to no. me. To me, this is, this is, like, around <laughs> mid, this is, like, midpoint, slightly below midpoint. The first song was, like, well below midpoint, and then, like, the second song was, like, midpoint. You know what I'll Slightly say? Slightly above midpoint, because yeah. my head, my head bobs. So. You know what I'll say this is to me, is I'll say that it's, it's like when you, when you find, uh, uh, in the recycling bin, and you find that piece of styrofoam with a bunch of food in it, you know? <laughs> like, it's almost to the point where it's not garbage, but it's still technically garbage. Right. But it tries really hard to not be garbage. Right. To me. And, and, you know, like... I appreciate the effort that it makes to try and not be garbage. I totally accept the fact that this is, like, some hot pop trash, you know? But right. to me, anyway, I th- I found, even though it was super constructed, super produced, super, you know, auto-tuned, super... I mean, we were both laughing on that last note that she hit. Because that was when it was revealed how many effects were on her voice, which was fucking it was, hilarious. No, no, no. I, I don't think the effect, uh, the effects were there until that last note. But I mean, it was still hilarious. Just like seeing right. how much production was on that, you're just like, oh god. Yeah, it's like, wait, why is that? Why is there distortion? Out it of was nowhere? just this awkward last taste in your mouth. Yeah. But like, but that's the thing is that in context of you know the sea of other songs that are out there, I think this song is definitely some garbage. But. <laughs> I think that in context of the other two songs that we have heard already tonight, I think that this song was a little bit more I just, uh, interesting uh, to me. To me, anyway. I just want people... Oh, man. I'm just like... <laughs> Tell us what's on your mind, Josh. It's okay. You can be real. Nah, it's, I don't even want to get in... I feel like it could open up a really weird Uh-oh. can of worms, but... Uh-oh. No, it's... Is it like a moldy can of worms? Yeah, it's fucking moldy and gross, man. Like, you can't even use it for fish bait. It's, like, awkward. It's just weird. And sitting there in the cupboard for too long. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm just not in the best mood today. I don't know. Yeah? I'm just, like, now I'm wondering if I'm just being overly critical. Aw. But, uh, yeah. Aw. Whatever. Sorry, dude. Well, no, I don't... Well, you know, I don't think it is. And I... Listening to it, thinking about it more... 
when the beat started, <laughs> like when the song first started and I heard the beat, I was like, oh yeah. god. <laughs> like my first reaction was like, this is the same fucking beat. We've heard it a million times. Right. It's like that do 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 mine, do, see, do, uh, mine do, was do, a, do. Mine was a slower burn. I was like I was like ready for something to like feel like be oh man, okay, I actually enjoy this. I was and then and then it was slowly it just went downhill. <laughs> See, I think go. I think what happened is I started low and went high, and you started high and went low. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Because and, and but I was intrigued <laughs> that it was so different from the other two songs that I was like, okay, maybe, mm. maybe. And then like a minute in, I was like, no. And then like toward you know <clears throat> further on, I was like, no, okay, yeah. definitely not. No. I think basic. So I think basically what my takeaway from it is is I think that I found value in it based on the cleverness of the setup of the concept. But at the end of the day, it's still a concept that's been done a million times. It's still really overproduced. It's still just top forties pop genericness. But I think that I gave it more credit due to the way that it set up its theme, even though its theme was really generic. I right. think that was where I was coming from. I don't the really think... The theme is fine. Yeah. The I, theme is fine. It's like, okay, just maybe if it was written by someone who was seriously going through a situation sure, like this. Sure, yeah. Rather yeah. than, like, four, like, affluent older men <laughs> who are trying to sell something to someone. And they're like, like, this is what love is, right? We can No, we can they're like, they're like hmm, let's, uh, let's write about some, you know, let's, yeah. let's appeal to the girl that's, uh, you know having trouble really cutting something off with someone that doesn't care about her and they you know sure let's yeah. appeal to that person you know yeah and it's like oh my god just fuck it. i'm just i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting really fed up with just how much so many of these songs are clearly product it's like it's, yeah. it's starting to weigh on me well i think i mean we don't have to talk about this now we've kind of already talked about this on the podcast but it's it's a real question of whether or not there is value in in formulaic pop music. I think that's really what it comes down to, you know, like can yeah, you can would... you find value in formulaic pop music or is it all just bullshit? It's kind of what it comes down to, I no, think. I don't, I don't think it's all bullshit. Like you don't have a problem with like the uh Okay, cuz okay, Bruno Mars, yeah. right? That song is very similar, I would say. I would say it's very much constructed yeah, in for certain sure. similar veins. Yeah. But partially cuz his voice sounds a little more sincere, but mostly because the music and the and the like the instrumentation is overall, much more interesting. Yeah, the yeah. overall like the overall um, composition of the song and the and the the feelings that it creates, like I really enjoy that a lot. Mm -hmm. Even though it's most likely, I'm almost sure, constructed by, you know, multiple people. Yeah, multiple people that are not necessarily writing about something personal. They're just you know, right, trying to make some money on something. Right. But, um, I think that that yeah, musically, I like that. That's like not even comparable to this one, though. Yeah, musically, for me anyway. Well, I but. think I think that's something to consider as well when you have a song that's workshopped, which was the word I was looking for earlier. When you have a song that's workshopped like this, um, a lot of the consideration goes into the producer as well. Because I think that the difference here is that the producer for this song was like, cool, let's just make a top 40 song, great. But, like, for the Bruno Mars song, I feel like the producer on that was like, nah, let's, like, add, like, some, some like, super MJ throwback vibes to the song. And I think that that's what made that song interesting. Because I think if you had taken that song and used this producer, it probably could have turned out to be a pretty boring song. It's possible, yeah. But because it was put into the hands of somebody that had uh, kind of a stronger vision, I think, 
that that made the song more interesting. I think, I think the workshopped aspect becomes more exposed yeah. when the themes and the vibe are more sad or emotional and um in a in a darker or you know uh, less energetic way. So like. Interesting. The, the construction, I think, can work better for energetic or lighter or happier or funny songs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're when it's so obviously insincere sadness or pain or like those things, mm-hmm. I think that is what I think that turns me me off a lot more. Okay. Yeah. You know? Part of that too might be because like the cliches for happy things versus the cliches for sad things. I think the cliches for sad things are a lot more obvious, and there's not really as much enjoyment that you can pull from them, whereas, like, the cliches for happy things are something where, like, everybody knows they're kind of dumb and goofy, but, like, you like them anyway because they're happy and they try to make you feel good, you know? Right. Whereas, like, if you have a cliche that's for something sad and it, like, doesn't do its job, you're just like, oh, man, this really sucks, and now I feel like shit. Right. I mean, <laughs> so. yeah, it's like, I could be, I could be, what I just said was, like, that could be just totally, like, BS. Like, I don't even know if I agree with what I said. I was just, <laughs> it was just a, just a conjecture, that's all. Like, because maybe I could hear, like, a really, really stupid, like, happy song. <laughs> and just be like, be like wow, this is really dumb. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, yeah, there is one like that. What Lovers Do is just like that. Oh, for sure, you're So, totally you know what? Right. I'm wrong. I was totally wrong on that you're one. You're totally wrong. Because What Lovers Do is, like, that's beneath this one. That's so beneath this one. Yeah. Yeah. Sex butt. So, conclusion, <laughs> so conclusion being, you're right, but you're wrong. I'm right and wrong, yeah. There you go. Just like everyone. Oh, snap. Oh, snap! Uh, basically, the conclusion is that this song has completely, completely rattled our brains, and now we don't know what we're, what we're even saying. What is life? What yeah. is real life? What is reality? Wow. What is... There's smoke coming out of that building. Is it smoke or is it exhaust? I don't even know. What is... Is it the beer? Is it... Is this 4.5% alcohol getting to us, Josh? Is that what's happening? I feel it a little bit, yeah. I feel, I, I feel it a little bit too. I feel like I I maybe didn't eat as much before this, so maybe that's why I'm feeling it more. Yeah, same here. Um, My stomach was close to growling before we started this. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, that's probably why. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like as we get drunker, if we hear generic music, we're gonna call it out. And be like, this is stupid. Fucking hate it. So like you know, yeah. but that's the fun of the podcast. So we get yeah, angrier. We get angrier at more mundane songs. You know. Great. Um. Well, anyway, let's see what this next one is. See if this can pull us out of our funk here. Um. Let's see. So that was twenty six new rules. Number thirty five, going all the way down to thirty five, is Wolves. <laughs> Sel- <laughs> Selena Gomez with somebody called Marshmallow. With, oh, okay. With an O. This is going to be my favorite song. I know this is going to be my favorite song. <laughs> You're calling it? I'm going to laugh a little bit and oh, be able to feel happy. Okay. And like... I mean, Wait, I don't didn't know. did she... Um, Selena Gomez? Ah, uh, fuck. Wasn't she like... Uh, didn't she date like a high profile? She did, and I completely forget who. Oh, uh... uh was it Tyga? God, I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know. I can't remember. I feel like she dated somebody before she was... Wait, was was she in High School Musical? Yes. No. No, 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 she wasn't. (laughs) Wow, my voice went way too high for that. I was trying to be funny, and I... (laughs) For the hardest I've laughed during an episode. 
Oh no, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to reveal my secret to you. Do that one more time. No way. No way. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. <laughs> no, it was, that was amazing. I didn't even really know she was No, it's not the same. It oh, god damn it. it I ruined it. I ruined the mood. Anyway. I'm gonna like replay that moment <laughs> so many times. I'm gonna listen back to that and I'm gonna like remix it in the final beautiful. mix. No. no, 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 no. She wasn't. No. Yeah. Thank you. I would say I work yeah. hard on it, but clearly I don't because I can't replicate it. Um. Anyway, Selena Gomez. Let's see what you got. Wait, hold on, hold on. Didn't what? You, did she use the high voice for something else? Like, did I use the high voice? Oh wait, yeah. What was what that I joke do? we were doing? What I do? Oh, was it a joke? Episodes ago. Oh man. Oh, it was it. Miley Cyrus. Like, oh, I just want to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> that was that, oh, was that was a good time. I oh, yeah. man, that was a good time. I only, I only touch my clothes. I only touch my through the clothes when I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you know, I just like to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, and that's good. Cool. I don't really talk Spirit. about sex, and then I do, and I cry, and I'm Robin Thicke, but then, you know, it's fine, and I don't really do that every time. I'm so wholesome and nice, and yay. Yeah, that was you know, the voice. Oh, like, man. into this podcast yeah, like accidentally yeah oh my god <laughs> they're like they're like exploring new sexual like like you know what like we're gonna try to do things in like strangers houses because it's thrilling <laughs> hey hello what if we break into a stranger's house throw some of that boat rock on i'll guess in the mood and when she comes in we'll just try to explain it all away and start start getting the lasso going yeah. it's gonna be great <laughs> You can't be mad. We're old and cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't be mad, old, cute couples. Anyway, what were we doing? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Selena Gomez. That Let's was amazing. It. Thank All you. Right. No, thank you, no, thank Josh. You. No, please. Oh, Seth, you're such a dork. Oh, you're such a... Oh. I think I'm okay with that. I just came on to you. Oh, man. You know what? I'm gonna start this one out. Um, 
I feel like we were just talking about what happens when you get four people in a room and they try to make a pop song and it's super overproduced and weird. I feel like this is literally <laughs> the example of that. Like that last song, you were really getting on the getting digging into it on, and I feel like this is the song that I would choose as the song to dig in on. Um, I just I, it it checked off every cliche list in the book for me. It had it had running through alleys. It had the dark side of the moon. It had wolves. It had crying with wolves. It had there was a lot of there was a lot of emotionally charged wolf hangouts. It's like it had wolves. It had crying with wolves. Like it, yo, it didn't even it, it didn't even have dancing with wolves. It just no, had crying with wolves, it. man. And okay, I would agree with you. Like the choruses, everything you mentioned, like I would agree. Okay. But there were two lines that I did actually like. Okay. I like the refrain, the, um, that summer night, drunk on a feeling, alone with the stars and sky. Okay. I know it's cliche in a way, but I think it's because, you know, those bastards got me. I felt similar ways. I felt... <laughs> I those felt, bastards got me. <laughs> I felt drunk on a feeling, you know? Okay. I felt I felt that way. Okay. And, and and it has been in nighttime situations. Sure. Or, like, outdoor nighttime situations. Well, and just, like, the idea of, like, being really drunk with somebody you like and you're, like, looking at the stars. Right. Like, it's a nice, or it's a sober. nice image. Or sober. But or the sober. Feeling, the feelings make you feel drunk. Yeah, no, it's a nice image. But, um, I feel that. What was the other one? Oh, uh... Something about trace your fingers on my skin, take me to places. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like a virginal excitement. Yeah. And like vulnerability, or it's just they just you know they this specific person makes you feel a certain way. I okay. I actually liked the music, um, not entirely, but for the most part, and like, I liked I liked the chords and the guitar and and her and the melody. Okay. You know, I felt like her singing seemed like. At times, it seemed sincere and vulnerable and, like, you know. um, And then I liked... I actually liked that they switched it up at, like, a pre-chorus or chorus. Like, this this more interesting, busy rhythm combined with, like, a a synth sound that I really liked. Okay. Like, keyboard sound that I really liked came in. Like, musically and vocally and, like, in in a variety sense, I liked this the most. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, which, which does not sound like what you were saying <laughs> earlier. Oh, man. I know. I kind of spoiled that one. Um, <laughs> I just... I don't know, man. I feel like how you were feeling about the last song is how I feel about this song, which is really interesting to me that we both have, like, our our uh, female singer-songwriter song that we, like, latched onto more. Um, right. This song felt so generic to me, dude. And I think that part of it was because... It, it was, yeah, it was kind of generic in certain parts, yeah. To me, I think the reason why is because... Uh, well, first off, like, like lyrically, the only lyrics that were different were the verse lyrics. And there were only two of them, and they were only each one stanza. And other than that, the rest of... The chorus was exactly the same both times. The way, again, the way that it built that thing up where, like, it, it's like the, it starts with the claps and then the claps double and then they triple and then it leads to that, like, to the breakdown in the chorus. Yeah. Like, it was very apparent to me and it just... The payoff wasn't... It wasn't satisfying to me in this song, you know? Right. And I think the reason why... A big reason why is because when it got to the chorus, Selena Gomez was doing this, like, breathy thing. 
I don't know if you heard that, uh, but it was this very breathy delivery during the chorus vocals. It was like this, uh, like that, but it did a lot. Mm-hmm. And it just sounded so, like, so over the top and so insincere to me. Um, right. Yeah. It just sounded like she was trying to be like, look at how heavy I'm breathing because I've been running with all these wolves, but I've also been crying with wolves, but I've also <laughs> been running with wolves. Like, it just felt, right. it, it felt super unnatural and, like, really forced. Yeah. And it just took away any kind of semblance of sincerity that it would have built up before. Right. Like, I agree with you that, like, the verse, the, the verse lyrics were good and, like, they definitely had really interesting imagery and it, and I connected with those. But immediately when it got to that build-up in the pre-chorus, and when it hit that chorus with the breathy things, it just totally lost me. Um, I just was like, oh, this is just the generic pop shit that we've been listening to for, you know, however right. long. Well, I think I would agree the choruses were weaker. Like, there were cliches, and there were, like, insincere moments. Yeah. And the, and the choruses were a little weaker, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think because... <clears throat> Because I was intrigued by, like, the rhythmic, like, rhythmic or, like, tonal, like, synth or keyboard or chordal changes, I was intrigued, like, musically. Okay. It was less, like, of a bore or, like, uh, offensive or, like, okay. put put off, put offing to me. Right, right. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, offended <clears throat> by the song. Like, I didn't hear the song in, like, you know, <laughs> convulsing terror. Right. But it just really struck me as... It's, this song struck me as more of more of like a obviously this was pr- this was like manufactured this was workshopped th- like yeah. it, it well, felt much more uh, artificial. To I feel me. like I feel like they were equally artificial and manufactured. Sure, yeah, um, in different I, ways maybe. Right, but I I think I think her voice sold me a little more than the other one. Okay, I think she she was better at selling the like vulnerable and excited. <laughs> Sure. Aspects and like the other one, it, I don't know. I mean, it, it it almost seems sincere sometimes, but this one, I think, I, I just maybe I just like her voice a little more. It might have been because the other the the song we just heard before this, um, the register was a little bit lower, so maybe it sounded a little <laughs> more monotone and a little bit more like as you, as you say, it sounded right. maybe a little more blase. Right. Uh, I think I I do think though this song I think like melody and chord wise, I enjoyed more. Really? Yeah, than okay. the other song. And I think I think there was definitely more, like, tonal v- variety in terms of, like, different instrumentation. Okay. And, like, um, the the different, uh, the different parts having um, new new elements, whether that's tonal or rhythmic or, you know, what have you. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I might have to listen to this again when I'm sober uh, because I just... I just did not feel the same way. Uh. Um, and it may be because I was focusing too much on the lyrics in that listen through, and maybe I didn't focus enough on the production. Um, I just thought the, I just thought that Selena Gomez's voice sort of, like, rode over everything else, which isn't a bad thing because her voice is good, like you say. Like, I think that she has a great, a great singing voice. It has a lot of emotion and a lot of depth in that regard. Um, I just really thought... <laughs> I really thought the instrumentation and even the chords were pretty formulaic. Like, it was in a different key than normal, which I think was cool. But I thought that the way that it built up was very, very predictable, at least in my opinion. Yeah, it, there's definitely cliches and, yeah. and predictability um, in the song. Yeah. Also, let's just get this out of the way right now. Wolves don't live in the jungle. They live in the forest. Let's just... Yeah, that was odd. 
It's kind of a weird that choice. That was odd to me, yeah. Kind of a weird choice. It was like, well, because there was also, it's like, you have running through the jungle imagery, you have running down the alleys imagery, and you have hanging out with wolves imagery, which, like, unless if you're, you know, living in a city by the jungle with a lot of alleyways and wolves... <laughs> It seems like a lot of things to be cramming into there one were, chorus. Yeah, there were there were other like even other um, like senseless, senselessly ambiguous lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Like I won't I won't go into it, but like sure. you know, it, it had its high and low moments. Sure, yeah, no, totally. And I mean, like again, it de- it definitely did have its high moments. I thought the verses were great, you know, um, <clears throat> but I just thought. I thought everything outside of that was pretty average, in my opinion. Anyway, let's get in, how let's get into the ranking for these, yeah. which is gonna be really hard. Rank time. This is a weird, weird. I was episode. already thinking about it. I was not, <laughs> but um, why don't you go first? Because I have to kind of right. think about mine a little. So bit I give I give all of mine, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, Rank so, all yours, yeah. So I would say, oh shit, you know what? Oh, fuck. I thought I was ready, but <laughs> do you want me you know to go? What? Do you want me to go first? You know what? I'll... No, I. Ugh, fuck. <laughs> it's okay if you want me to go first. I'm I'm willing. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a sh- like a fucking really shitty ranking right now. Uh oh. I just I can't. Well, why don't you give me the shitty ranking? I'll do mine, and then if you need to change yours, no, you do can. yours. Do yours. Okay, okay. So, um, my opinion, um, the Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa song, which is New Rules, which was the one before this, is my number one. Um, it was very formulaic, it was, definitely did a lot of things by the books, but I thought that it did enough interesting things that I was at least interested during that time. That being said, I'm definitely not gonna remember this song after this week. Or even after tonight, <laughs> yeah. but I think that out of the songs that we did, I think that was my favorite. After that, um, I would actually say that I would say that No Limit was second. That was the GZ ASAP Rocky Cardi B song. I think that was my second favorite uh, because again the production was good, the performances were pretty solid, the beat was good. Um, then I would say that Oob actually, yeah, I would say that Wolves. This last one was probably third. Then I would say motorsport, unfortunately. Despite the really strong female fronted verses, it's probably fourth. It's it's Too tough bad. though, because again, all of these songs had elements that were really good and elements that were yeah. really average. That's what makes it I feel like this is the hardest week for me to It's rank. very tough, yeah. Because like yeah, every single song had like good and bad. Like, I, let me look at it. Um Yeah, I mean I'll probably okay. switch up mine. I'm already feeling like no limit might actually slightly overtake new rules in my opinion, but for now, I'm gonna stick with what I said. Um, New rules, no limit. Wolves, motorsport. I'm right, just gonna okay. stick with that for now. It's subject to change, but right. That's what I would I'm say. So I'm gonna just say right now. So we disagree because um, right. I think wolves. Th- yeah. I liked. I'm gonna say wolves is one. Okay. For all the reasons, all the positive things right. I mentioned. Right. Though it's like I'm so close to wanting to give it to no limit. Yeah, yeah. Um, no limits, right on the edge for me too. Honestly, um, and then three would be um, oh, fuck. What were the other two? You've got new rules in motorsport. Are the other two? Um, yeah, it's got to be mo- motorsport is three because really, yeah, because I <laughs> wow. feel like it's it's literally it's only because of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Okay, like they they were they saved that song. Okay, and like 
I actually enjoyed their verses, both, okay. of, both of them, and a little more so Cardi. Okay. So that's three. I can. I gotta give the last slot to um to new rules. To new rules. Yeah. So actually, you know what's really funny is I think I'm gonna revise my list, <laughs> except we're basically opposite. Yeah. I'm gonna put new rules as number one. I'm gonna put no limit as two. I'm gonna put motorsport as three. And I'm gonna put wolves as number four <laughs> for me, uh, which is like that's at, that is actually the opposite because we're exactly the same except our one and our four are swapped. Um, okay, which is hilarious. But um, so no limit is two on both. Yes, okay. no limit is two on both, and motorsports three on both. Again, the only thing that saves motorsport is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. If it wasn't for them, this song would definitely be Yeah, no, that would definitely be last if they they weren't there, yeah. But they both gave a strong showing, and I gotta give them credit. You know, I was gonna put this... I was gonna put it fourth, but, you know, I gotta give credit where credit is due, and they gave a couple (laughs) of really strong verses, so... Credit is due. You must, uh, you know... Gotta respect it, dude. Give them that grade. Professor, yeah. Professor Hansen. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I worked really hard for my, for my PhD. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, cool. Well, that was that was this episode of 40s on 40s. Um, it's been a very contentious episode. We had a lot of highs and a lot of lows this time. Yeah, we had, we had highs and lows. The songs had highs and lows. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just like fucking life, man. It's beautiful. It was a really interesting, you know, we had a lot of debates on this episode, I think, yeah. as far as specifics on things, but that's what I like getting into, you know, is songs that require more attention and more scrutiny, so. More puss. Um, uh, more puss. We don't have any puss. attention, I mean. Zero, yeah. Oh, man. I, w- I, was, I would love that song to be on here somewhere, just so I could be, like, rocking out to it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I've been Seth. I've been Josh. And uh, we've been 40s on 40s. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Y'all are the best. And uh, tune in next week for more exciting Top 40s coverage. Right. Until we get past Top 40s. Until we get past <laughs> Top 40s, and there'll be Top 100s coverage. But, you know. Yeah. Same show, different numbers. So. Same, same Seth and Josh. Same Seth and Josh. Same amount of flirting. Maybe more. Maybe tune tune in to find out. <laughs> tune in next episode. You never know. Might be more. Might really. Might That's really. the only reason people listen. <laughs> They're just like waiting for the God, moment. God, I just want them to make out. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say They're waiting for the moment where we crack and you just hear like like sounds of people. You just hear make, like, like, like smacking, sl- yeah, sloshing and like and, slobbery yeah. noises. Maybe I'll insert that in post and just like pretend like we're making out. That's so. Okay, like. We're, we're joking. We're joking, but like. Now, okay, I'll be, you know, honest with you guys. Okay. Now that we were joking about it, I'm like, it's it's giving me these weird flashbacks of, like, moments of making out with people in, like, in, like a car. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, like, when those moments happened, I never, like, just, like, zoned out and, like, thought about all these sounds you're making are kind of weird. Yeah, and they revert, like, cars have really weird, um, they have really weird, uh, what do you call it? Not harmonics. I don't know. Uh, Ambience? Yeah, they have really weird, just like, reflective properties, so when you're making out, there's all those sounds happening, I feel like they're amplified even more. 
Yeah. It's just like a mood thing. It's like when you're in the mood and it's happening, it's like, it's cool. But then it's like if you just listen to back in a non-sexual <laughs> way, you'd be like like studying it like oh, God. detachedly. Yeah, and just like, it's like, what the hell? It's like weird sounds. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, good times. We'll tune in next week. You never yeah. know. Crazy shit might happen. Yeah, and instead of saying don't, I will say do make out in cars, kids. Oh, yes. If it's, uh, you know, if it feels right. Yeah. Just you know, take take them to a nice spot. Don't do it in the middle of the. Don't do it in the middle of the street. Get the fuck out of there. Find a nice spot. Find a nice overlook, hilly spot. Wild lights. Make out with somebody. Kind of like this spot. Kind of, oh. Anyway, tune in next week. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Mean it. See you next week. See you. Goodbye. <laughs>